Welcome to Step Up to the Microphone. It's a great day to be alive. Let's get right into this. Let's get into these bizarre world headlines today. Bizarro World has gotten on steroids and it's all jacked up. They have drank way too much Mountain Dew. It's time to cut their Mountain Dew supply off. So let's get into some of these headlines they've got from Bizarro World. I'm getting these off of the Western Journal. Feel free to go there and check them out. Great news source. So, first headline I saw. Supreme Court Commission meant to pack the court to steal the Bill of Rights. Yes, that is what they're trying to do. If they can pack the court and they can start taking away your First Amendment, Second Amendment, Third Amendment, all any amendment they want to get rid of, they can take away. Why would they do that? Look at Venezuela. It's about power. It's about getting control over you. If they can take control over you, then you have no voice. If they take your voice away, they increase the amount of servitude you have to serve the government. The government in America is not meant to be served. It's meant to serve the people. These morons in office think that they need to be served. They need to be catered to. That's why we have the lobby issues that we have, <coughs> amongst other issues. Our politicians are bribed and blackmailed. The Supreme Court being stacked the way they want to stack it will make that even worse. We need to get out and fight this. The next one I saw is Republican Attorney Generals vowed to keep fighting the, I can't even say the dude's name, agenda in court. So they're going to keep fighting courts that have failed us instead of taking up states' rights, the Tenth Amendment, to fight them harder. The Tenth Amendment protects the states. The states do not have to implement the federal government's mandates. They don't have to do it. That's what the Tenth Amendment's for, state sovereignty. So why are we letting them bully us? It's about time you tell your governor to grow a set and get out there and stop letting them bully us. We can't continue living in these states with our government being mandated by the federal government. The federal government is there to serve us, not bully us and mandate things on us. If you don't understand that, you need to grab the Constitution and read it again. Seriously, pick it up, read it. Take some classes on it. Understand it. Get your liberal neighbor to read it and understand it. It is meant to impose restrictions on the government, not the people. The people are not to be restricted or whatever you want to call it, hampered by the government. It's not supposed to happen. All these three-letter agencies like the EPA, HHS, DHS, that tread on your freedoms aren't supposed to be there. So, stand up. It's time that these attorney generals turn to their governors and say, no, we have states' rights. We don't have to fight them in court. If they want to come to us and fight us in court, that's fine. Because as the defendant, we have more power than as the, the person bringing the charges. So that's the way they need to fight it. <clears throat> they need to quit fighting the way Biden wants them to fight, the way these elites want them to fight. It's time that they fight by making the government sue them. If they say, hey, we're not going to implement your policies because they go against our state's constitution 
against the United States Constitution, then the federal government goes to bring them to court. The federal government should lose 99.9% .9 of the time if we have honest judges on the bench. We shouldn't be fighting them in court until they want to fight us in court. And the way we get them to fight us in court is these attorney generals and governors step up and tell them no more, we're not playing your games, it's time for you to do what we say. You have no rights in our state to impose your laws. They go against the United States Constitution and our state constitution. So back off, bud. It's time for our governors and local leaders to step up and quit cowering. Another story I saw, Dr. Doom, better known as Dr. Fauci, the fraud. It's still not okay for vaccinated people to eat and drink indoors. And why the heck are you forcing them to get vaccinated? Why are you telling them they need to get vaccinated? That is the most retarded thing I have seen since, I don't know, since this whole virus thing came out and got imposed the mask. I mean, people, do your research. The mask, Dr. Fauci wrote a paper on the mask as being the number one cause of the death in the Spanish flu from causing bacterial pneumonia. So why would he tell you to wear two? He knows the risk. So why can't we go eat indoors? Why can't we eat and drink indoors and enjoy our friends and family if people are getting vaccinated? When people have antibodies from already having the virus. That makes no sense at all. None. So you're telling me that even though I have antibodies because I had the virus back in November, that I can't spend time with my family? I can't have gatherings unless I adhere to the government? Take the government and shove it up somewhere that's not where the sun don't shine. Because that's how I think about it. That's how I feel about it. You're taking away my freedoms. You're trampling on me. You're taking away my independence. I'm not going to stand for that. Never have, never will. Because next you're going to come after religion. You've already came after guns with executive orders. So the next thing will be religion and free speech. Mark my words. That's how these idiots operate. They're going to take away every freedom possible, and next, we'll be in internment camps like Nazi Germany. Unless we stand up and make a, make a stand on this. We have to fight back. We have to fight back peaceably. I'll go into how we can do that at the end. But yeah, he's saying that we can't eat or drink indoors still, even though you're vaccinated. So don't get the vaccine. It's pointless. It's pointless to wear the mask. It's pointless to get the vaccine. Just live life like normal and tell the government to shove it. They have no clue what they're doing, and it's been made evident by these reports right here. Ugh. Okay, you can't eat or drink indoors at a restaurant because you're not vaccinated. But since you are vaccinated, you still can't eat or drink at a restaurant. You can't go enjoy yourself at a restaurant or a sporting event because even though you're vaccinated, we're still scared of a virus that has a 99.2% survival rate. Come on, people wake up when are you gonna realize they keep moving the field the, the goalpost they keep moving them until they get us to comply to their socialist and nazi ways to becoming communist when are you gonna wake up they're taking your freedoms and they're dividing us to do it i mean seriously you got people getting kicked out I mean, look, right here, California City erects fence outside restaurant that did, dared to defy COVID restrictions and mandates. I mean, this is how ridiculous it's getting. People can't even run their business the way they want to run it, 
even though there's a 99.2% survival rate. People wake up. Just wake up. This is getting beyond ridiculous. It's become stupid. It's become retarded. I hate saying those words, but it's true. At some point, you're going to wake up and see that you've let all your freedom go away over fear-mongering. Quit being scared. The Bible tells you over 365 times to fear not. So why do we keep living in fear? Why do we keep letting the government ruin our lives with fear? Because you don't have faith. You don't have trust in God. Here's another one. Another state prepares for audit of controversial voting machines. So we're still trying to get the audit on these voting machines. Now New Hampshire's in it. New Hampshire's going to flip. Watch. Arizona's going to finally get theirs done here soon. It's going to take some pulling of teeth, but it'll get done. Arizona is the linchpin. Once Arizona flips, all the states flip. I think we'll have 48 states now she showed to vote for Trump in that election. And then the military will have no choice but to step in and resolve things. Otherwise, there will be riots. I don't want riots. No one wants riots. But if they don't fix things, once the truth comes out, it will become a dire situation in America. It'll be a wake-up call for a bunch of the people that voted for that moron that's in the office right now. Trust me, it will. It'll be a wake-up call. And they'll say, wow, they were willing to cheat, steal, and lie to gain power. Maybe we should rethink who we vote for. Maybe this Donald Trump guy was telling the truth, and we shouldn't have listened to the media that lied to us. So, let's stand up and let's quit listening to him, period. Here's another one. New COVID monitoring device that gets implanted under skin. That's being pushed by the Pentagon. Your own government's trying to put a tracking device in you. This isn't for your good. It's for their good so they can track you. And so, and if I'm understanding this chip correctly, they can sit there and say, well, this guy's being outspoken. Let's cause cancer in his body. Let's cause him to get sick all of a sudden. And he won't think it's the chip, but we'll put radiation in his body to cause him to be sick. That's the plan. Has always been the plan. To depopulate. Look at the Georgia Guidestones. Read about Bill Gates. You'll see this stuff is true. I'm not making it up. I've done my research. You do yours. I'm not trying to sound like a crazed lunatic here. I've done research. I've looked it up. I've looked at the Georgia Guidestones. Bill Gates actually had a foundation in Seattle, and they kept fact-checking the picture people put up where, I forget what the name of it was, but it was basically to help depopulate the world. Why would you want depopulation? If the whole entire United States could live in Jacksonville, Florida comfortably, why would you want depopulation? If you could fit 330 million people in the state of Florida comfortably, around the Jacksonville area nonetheless, why would you want depopulation unless you're trying to control the masses? That's what it's about. Each of these stories are showing that they're trying to control the masses in one way or another. They're going to try to get their way until we fight back and tell them no more. No more telling us what to do. You work for us, we don't work for you. We are not your slaves, and we will not be your slaves. Get over it. I hate saying it, but you have to get over it. You have to put your big boy panties on, your big girl panties on, and get to work on this.
We have to unify to, to defeat this. If we don't unify to defeat this, it will never happen. So let's get into something else. I was reading Exodus chapter 4, verses 10 through 17. It talks about how Moses kept on telling God that he couldn't do it. Had every excuse under the book. God said, no, you're going to do it. You're going to do it my way. And I'm going to give you help from your brother Aaron. <coughs> you're going to free my people. You're going to stand up. And you have no choice in the matter. You see, when God sets his mind on something, he's going to do it. God set his mind on Donald Trump serving two terms. Came through several prophetic voices. Most of them, about 90% of them, have never been wrong. Their prophecies come true. Hank Kuhneman, Kim Clement, their prophecies come true. So, why is it that y'all don't believe this? This is going to happen. And we need to read this. The excuses Moses made. He made the excuse that he stuttered and mumbled and could not speak. And read what God told him. So let's look at that. Let's read it real quick. So you understand that if you don't stand up, God will find a way to get you to stand up. Or he'll get someone to stand up in your place. Seriously. You need to stand up. Before God says, I'm done with this person. I'll get this crack addict over here to quit being a crack addict. And stand up in their place. Because God will use the least likely people to accomplish his will. Because we keep saying no. We keep telling God we have all these excuses. Well, you know, I can't can't get my kid to baseball practice. And then go to church. And then do this and then do that. And still be able to do what you want me to do, God. Well, it's about time you make time for it then. That's the problem. You don't want to make time for God. God's telling you how to beat this. You don't want to make time. Let's make time for it. If it means you have to wake up an hour earlier or go to bed an hour later, make time for it. So let's read this passage from Exodus so you see what Moses was telling God and what God told Moses. It'll blow your mind. So let's get into this. This is Exodus chapter 10. I mean chapter 4, verses 10 through 17. Then Moses said to the Lord, and this is from the New King James Version, O my Lord, I am not eloquent neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, Who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will, make, I will be with your mouth and teach you what you shall say. But he said, O my Lord, please send my hand sinned by the hand of whomever else you may send. Moses didn't want to do it. He's telling God, I, don't, I ain't doing this. Get over it. Send someone else. I'm not doing it. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. He said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. Now you shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth. And I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall do. So he shall be your spokesman to the people, and he himself shall be a mouth for you, and you shall be to him as God. And you shall take this rod in your hand with which you shall do the signs. God didn't give many excuses. He said, okay, well, you don't want to talk. I got this dude over here. He's your brother. 
He's going to talk for you. You just do the works. He'll do the talking. You see, God has a plan. So just do what God says. He has a plan to bring America back. So we need to do what he says. It's time for us to stand up. He's been telling us to stand up. We don't want to stand up. We're too scared and too fragile because we've allowed all this stupid stuff to get in the way. People are more worried about getting the newest pair of Jordans or the newest car or the newest TV, the newest iPhone, than following God and doing what he says. We're so worried about the natural realm that we forget about the supernatural. We don't need all that stuff. If we would have been focusing on God instead of focusing on all this stuff, we won't be in the predicament we're in. We won't be fighting tooth and nail for our civilization. We won't be worried about what the clowns in the White House are doing. We would be standing up and doing what needs to be done and we'd get over it. Because they can't stop 100 plus million people. They'd have to use the military to do that. I don't see the military wanting to take out its own people. No, I don't see that happening. I see the military turning on them once they realize that they're trying to bring in communism and socialism. I don't see the government having control of the military once the truth is out. Once the military sees it. Yeah, they'll have control of the top brass, but everyone underneath them will turn. Because they're the common people like us. And then we have all the veterans, all the oath keepers, that'll sit there and help defend us. <clears throat> we got sheriff's deputies. I mean, go talk to your local sheriff. See if he'll deputize you. Seriously. But you have to step up. Because Moses, you see, he tried everything to not do God's will. He still did it. Egypt still got their butt handed to them. The Red Sea still happened. So quit saying you can't do it and just do it. Stand up. Be brave. Be mighty. Yeah, you're going to get made fun of. They're going to bully you. Who cares? What is it to be bullied compared to living in hell until the day your soul gets burned in the lake of fire? Seriously. What's the difference? I'd rather be bullied on this earth than suffer that eternity in hell. I would rather get bullied and made fun of and beat up here than to deal with the repercussions of my everlasting soul being in hell. So at some point you got to stand up. You've got to tell them, no, you're not going to do this evil stuff to us. You're not going to impose communism and socialism here. You're going to do what we say to do because we are your boss and if you don't do it we will rise up against you and remove you the Constitution provides us the way to do it so do what we say or else we will take you out we will withdraw our money from your global banks we will stop these global corporations from running the world we'll quit paying them we'll quit giving them our money we'll work in an irregular warfare that you don't see coming. And at the same time, we will spread the message of God, we'll spread the message of patriotism, because they go hand in hand. The Bible talks about building strong nations, not a strong nation of the world, strong separate nations. It's biblical. Read your Bible, look it up.
I mean, there's ways we can sit there and fight this. So let's get into that. There's a new way to protest. There's a biblical Christian way to protest. <clears throat> and here's what I think we need to do. Let's start meeting once a month. Start gathering in large groups at the flagpoles at our city halls, county courthouses, any other building that has a flagpole. And we'll protest through prayer. We'll have prayer meetings at the flagpoles for the whole world to see. Yeah, let them make fun of us. We'll sit there and pray. We'll do our patriotic duty and pray, sing praise and worship. We'll gather together because that'll start a wildfire that they can't stop. So yeah, we'll stand up. We'll pray at the flagpoles. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But once we're done praying at the flagpoles that day, let's go into these neighborhoods where they need help. They might be a Democrat. They might not be the same skin color. Who really cares? Find someone that needs help in that neighborhood and help them. Show them the hands and feet of God. Show them that Christian conservative values still rock this world. That Christ is coming in. We're going to change this world and be the hands and feet of Christ. Because if we're the hands and feet and some old lady that's always voted Democrat needs some help painting her yard or mowing her lawn, getting her yard up, we help her. Or there's a single mom that's always voted Democrat or voted liberal and her car's broke down, and you see her car's broke down, and she hasn't been able to get to work, or she's having to get a ride to work, and you're able to help her get her car fixed by paying for the parts and fixing it, you're doing two things. One, you're showing the love of Christ. Two, you're showing that people aren't total jerkwads, and that conservative Christians are actually the nice people, and that Democrats really don't love them. They just use them. We need to show them a difference. That's how we protest. That's how we take this country back. Start being the hands and feet of God. <clears throat> Start showing them how to win. So let's go into these neighborhoods. Okay, Mr. Jones, I understand you're a Bernie supporter. But hey, how can I help you? It looks like your roof needs to be washed. Do you mind if I get up there with a pressure washer and wash your roof? Oh look, you've been having problems with your sink? Let me fix that for you. Oh, you need a ride here? I'll give you a ride. I don't have a problem with that. Be the hands and feet of God. And get the message out. Once they start seeing that we're not these total jerks the news makes us out to be, it will change their perspective. They'll start asking what you believe in. And once they realize that you and them believe in a lot of the same things and have only a few differing opinions, the world will change. But we have to get the message out there. You can't get the message out there locked up in your basement unless you're Joe Biden and you have everything paid off. But you can't get the message out there hiding. So let's quit hiding. Let's be the hands and feet. Let's step up to the plate. Step up to the microphone for your community. That's what we need to do. We can't let the world keep ruining our good name. The good name of Jesus. They're going to do everything in their power. They're ramping it up. They know what's about to happen. Read Ezekiel 28. You'll see. They know what's about to happen with the devil. That's why things are ramping up. But we got to ramp it up too for Jesus. We've got to ramp it up and be the hands and feet. So gather with some fellow patriots, some fellow conservatives, some fellow God-fearing Americans. Or just, if you're in another country, God-fearing patriots in your country. And pray. 
Show people the hands and feet of Christ. Show them that there's a better way. If they don't get to see the better way, then nothing will ever happen. We have not shown them the better way in probably 50 years. We've been so concerned with showing the rest of the world the better way that we haven't shown our own country the better way. So we are in the predicament we are in now. The, meaning from them taking the father out of the house, starting with the black community, now they're working on the white community, to them taking over the school system, taking prayer and Bibles out of schools, taking the Ten Commandments out of our courthouses. We have let this happen by staying asleep and worrying about the rest of the world instead of lighting the fire here and keeping the fire burning. We have not put oil in our lamps to burn to show the light. <clears throat> it is time for us to show the light. That's all I've got for this. Let's get into some good news real quick and then we'll be done. Here's some awesome news right here. 96-year-old World War II veteran. The community came together and gave him a 100-car drive-by parade for his birthday. That's some mad love, some mad respect right there. We need to start treating our veterans better. I mean, seriously, we have to treat them better. It's imperative. If we don't, things just continue getting worse. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. Isn't that what the Bible says? Well, we've been treating these veterans like crap. So they have every right in the world to treat us like crap. Let's start treating them better. Give them love. Give them respect. Be their hands and feet. Be the hands and feet of Christ for them. They need it. They've seen things that we could not even imagine. So let's step up and help them out. Do kind things like that for them. That's good news right there. The community loves and respects that man. That's awesome. Here's another awesome story. This is from the Western Journal. <clears throat> Acts of kindness from a stranger leads to series of blessings for a homeless man. Finds job and community support. You know, I see the homeless all the time. I try to help them whenever I can. I try to keep like snack bars or something in, the, in my work van so I can help them. We need to start helping these homeless people out. There's a reason they're homeless. A bunch of them are veterans with issues. And then there's a bunch of them that just, they got addicted to the pharmaceutical industry and ended up on meth and amphetamines and they haven't been right since. If we get them off of that stuff and help them get jobs and become a part of society, that'd really help out. So this is a great thing this person did. And yeah, we need to start doing things like that for our homeless people. Yeah, I understand we're always gonna have the poor. But if we have a chance to teach them how to make their life better, that's what we need to do. Like I said, let's be their hands and feet. Let's show them the love of Christ. Let's show them how to do this thing. Let's show them that it's the right thing to do. Jesus loves us and we need to start showing it to everyone, even the homeless. And I know, I see people all the time, they turn their nose up at the homeless people. Don't do that. That's not what God would do. In fact, Jesus said to help them. <clears throat> because that could be him there, hiding in plain sight, and you didn't help them. So we need to help them. Quit turning your nose up. Find ways to help them. Help a homeless shelter. Give them, keep some granola bars in your car. Give them a granola bar and a $5 bill, or a $10 gift card to McDonald's or something. 
just something to help them. We don't have to be mean and rude all the time. So let's look at some more good news. There's some great news. This is for, uh, you see, I think our health is gonna be coming back. New brain cancer immunotherapy shows promise in human trial. Most patients saw no tumor growth for three years. That's excellent news. We need to get our health back. We need to find ways and treatments, and I believe they're already out there, to be honest with you. It's just the pharmaceutical companies don't want us to know they're out there because then they wouldn't make any money because they're greedy. But, yeah, brain cancer immunotherapy shows promise in human trial. That's excellent news. I know there's tons of people that have lost people because of brain cancer, brain tumors. And here's another great one. And that was off the Good News Network. And this is another one off the Good News Network. They counted endangered rhinos in Nepal, and the population has grown by 16%. So, yes, uh, <coughs> these endangered species... Are reproducing they're coming back that's a great thing and here's one more nearly retired couple adopt seven siblings who just lost their parents and their thing is if not us then who that's a I mean taking in those kids and keeping that family together that is amazing that's truly amazing it's always nice to know that people care it's not very often that we see people care anymore Really, I mean, we see all this bad stuff happening. And here, here's a quote from them. Pam tagged her husband Gary on the post. By day's end, it was decided they wanted to adopt them all. We knew deep inside that this mission was being placed before us, Pam wrote. If not us, then who? Who would keep them all together? Who would have space for them? Who would have the time and the love and the patience for their trauma? Their answer was clear. We would. Why else did we have a six-bedroom house that was about to have its last child's bedroom vacated? Why else would our nest that had raised our first five babies be empty just in time? It was only time. It was only to make room for our new babies. You see, God has a plan. He always does. And here it is. They saw God's plan, and they got involved. They did their thing. Why don't we look at God's plan? Why don't we get involved? Why don't we do our thing? Show people that we care. Show them the truth. That's all I've got for today, y'all. Y'all have a great day, and God bless.